All right, we think we might have fixed the phone problem. Not entirely sure. 606-6762, if you're a member of the public trying to get to us. Candidates will be calling in, hopefully, on the bat phone. All right, I can't type and talk. Hopefully it's going to hopefully it's going to work now. All right, as we were saying though, here here's uh, 2015's results. You know, uh, Craig racked up about a 600 vote margin in Ward 1. That's where her big numbers came from. And she's got a wide net margin if she's got a hope of winning in this in this election. In Ward 2, she carried the ward but she carried it by only 42 votes. So those numbers uh, uh, are not good for her if they if they hold. Uh, they basically dueled to a draw in Ward 3, where there was about a 40-vote margin. And uh, she did better in Ward 4 than many thought she would. There was about 70 votes there, 643 to 573. In Ward 5, Gatz has turned the tables on her and took that ward by 30 votes. He took Ward 6 by uh, 130 votes. Gatsis needs to do better in Ward 6 than he did two years ago. Uh, in Ward 7, Craig took that one by about 50 votes, and Gatsis should make up some ground there because Ward 7 is a bread-and-butter taxpayer kind of ward, and he's got the backing of uh, Alderman Bill Shea there. In Ward 8, that was his best ward by far, took it by about 275 votes. He does need to widen the margin in Ward 8, in my never-to-be-humble opinion. And he did take Ward 9, albeit by a mere 60 or so votes. Um, so uh, Ward 9, a big taxpayer battleground. And, of course, the whole Barbara Shaw, Jim Burkish thing is going to pull a lot of people out, I think. We're going to see a, a jump in the numbers there. He carried Ward 10, did the mayor, by roughly 30 votes. Um, probably wants to see that margin widen. He carried Ward 11 by about to see 22 about 50 50 or so votes and he carried ward 12 that was one of his better ones by 130 give or take so you can see that wards three four five and seven are basically we'll call them battleground wards where um, the margin of victory for either candidate isn't really going to be that big Uh, One could say the same, really, for 9, 10, and 11, although there is potential in 9, 10, and 11, uh, or 9 and 10 anyway, for it to go uh, bigger in one direction or the next. So at the end of the day, while every vote is uh, important across the city, the margins of victory, and uh, are we having trouble with the second line too, Josh? All right, uh, has the phone change helped the first line? Did you try unplugging the cord at the at the wall? Yeah, you know what I'm going to have you do, Josh. Here's what you're going to do: go unplug the two Uma boxes that are um, in the closet. Pull the plugs on them. Let them shut down. Wait about thirty to sixty seconds, then plug them back in. Maybe there's a problem with that box. You know what I'm talking about, right? So our phone issues can uh, continue. So we have, um, and that's really embarrassing and annoying. 
So we're really in a situation where this 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 campaign, I think, is going to be decided in words one, uh, one, six, eight, and twelve. Because it looks like if we if the if the balloting stays true to what happened two years ago, um, every other ward is going to be plus forty, plus fifty, back and forth between the two of them. So wards one, wards six. Wards um, eight and Ward twelve will be where the margins of victory are. I think are going to be found in this election. It is possible. I don't. I don't buy Bill Barry saying that taxes aren't an issue in his ward. I think we're going to find out that they are, and I think the mayor is probably going to lengthen his lead in Ward eleven. Uh, in Ward eleven, I think he's going to lengthen his lead in Ward ten. I think he's going to lengthen his lead in Ward nine. Um, I think he's going to close the gap in Ward 7. Uh, and I think he's going to close the gap in Ward 4. He may even uh, close the gap a bit in Ward 3 or broaden things in Ward 5. So at the end of the day, Joyce Craig's hope in looking at the numbers is that she really ramps it up in Ward 1 and tries to widen the gap in Ward 2. But even if she widens the gap in Ward 2, she only carried that by 42 votes two years ago. Um, so I would, I would call that a battleground ward. I would call ward two, three, four, five, seven, nine, and 11 battleground wards. I'd call the rest of them the wards where this thing is going to be won. And it all depends on whether or not the taxpayer message has stuck. I think Ted Gatz has successfully made this about taxes and spending. Are the phones reset now? Let's hope. Of course, you know, and when you called me, it worked just fine. So what's that all about? <laughs> so 606-6762, if you want to give us a try, <laughs> if you're a candidate out there with your ears on, you have this super secret guest bat phone number that we don't give out publicly. Give it a, give it a, give it a shot. Boy, this is frustrating. So um, there there we have it. And the fact that there are uh, active races up and down the ballot, you know, I think the Ward 1 Aldermanic race is a sleeper. I really do think Chris Stewart could uh, could upset the apple cart there because from what I can see, um, Alderman Kavanaugh hasn't really done a lot. Now, maybe he figures he doesn't have to do a lot. He ran and won for Alderman. Then the next year he was running in a special election for uh, uh, state Senate. So maybe he feels he doesn't have to go out and campaign for the Alderman seat. Not an unreasonable expectation. Of course, he's got signs up. But no evidence that I'm aware of of door-to-door or anything else. Meanwhile, Christopher Stewart, uh, I'm told, has been to over 3,000 houses twice knocking on their doors. That means a lot to people. Is there going to be crossover support? Are Republicans in the, are Republicans that stayed home two years ago more likely to come out this time feeling that there is a bigger threat to, uh, uh, to the mayor because of how close it was two years ago and therefore a bigger threat to their, their property taxes? Uh, Ward 2, you have, you know, you have a, a tough uh, battle for school board with an incumbent. And a, you know, a liberal Democratic challenger who has done a lot of work. Phones are working. See, leave it to me. I'll figure it out eventually. 
Oh, my head. Uh, all right. So we'll interrupt our analysis. We have Ward 6 School Board candidate John DePietro on the line. Good morning, John. Good morning, Rich. So how are things been out in Ward 6 this morning? Uh, pretty pretty steady. I got here at uh, quarter of six, and there was already a, a pretty significant line. Mm-hmm. People here waiting to vote, and, and there's been a, uh, a bit, been a pretty steady stream ever since. And uh, it's cold out here, so it's hard for me to talk. <laughs> <laughs> my, my jaw is sticking. Your jaw is sticking well. That means you're not talking enough. Yeah. No, I've been talking. Uh, <laughs> By the way, in case you didn't see them, I left some signs out there. <laughs> I saw them. We just we we have plenty of signs. We need more sign holders. Ah, all right. So the uh, the reinforcements haven't shown up yet, huh? No, no. We are uh, we're outgunned at the moment. Uh, well, um, pretty significantly. It's it's important to have a presence. I don't know that it needs to be an overwhelming one. Are you seeing a lot of union members on the other side? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, almost exclusively. Really? So what are oh, you yeah. looking at? Teachers union, firemen's union, police union? Can you tell? Firemen. The firemen. You know, firemen. I heard about the firemen. They're out in force in Ward 8, too. Are they wearing their, uh, are yeah. they, are they wearing their uniforms? Uh, no. Okay. No, but they have their uh, the patches. Morning. Yeah, and um, heard one guy proudly announced that uh, he's being paid to be here, but don't tell anybody. Yeah, well, that's what the unions do. They pay people to show up. They always have. They always will, and that's why they get such a turnout at the polls. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't, and that's the way it works. So you'll see them. You'll see them come and go in shifts over the course of the day. Just so you know. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good. So, John, as you closed out the uh, the election, you went uh, did a lot of door-to-door over the weekend. What were you hearing from folks, and what do you want to say to people who are listening now? Yeah, so, um, you know, it's it's been uh, a lot of people who are uh, typically falling into two categories. A lot of people are concerned about taxes, and uh, if that's not their top issue, then... The top issue tends to be classroom sizes, mm-hmm. and um, that's that, that that's been the um, feedback we've been getting. And and also, you know, I called into the show yesterday, the day before. Um, the other thing that is a little disturbing that I've been hearing a lot of from teachers and, and parents is uh, the discipline, lack thereof. You really? Know? Um, they've been yeah, they've been. See- Seeing increasing problems with that. Uh, I've, I've had a couple of teachers who have said that they have some uh, significant concerns about lack of social skills from from kids, and uh, a few of them bring, blaming it on uh, on screen time. So, um, hoping people get out to the get out to the polls today and uh, vote for. Vote for change. I've been saying all along, you know, my number one reason for getting involved in the first place was getting tired of seeing the schools experimenting on my kids. And so I want to put an end to that. Um, got a lot of experience working on executive boards and was actually on a school board, served with you on a, uh, a board of trustees for a school a yep. few years back. 
So feel like I have the experience, feel like I can do a better job than the guy we got now, feel like I can much better represent the parents and the taxpayers and constituents of Ward 6. All right. Uh, Ward 6 school board candidate John DePietro left it all out on the field. We'll be seeing you today when we go around. We appreciate you calling in to talk to the audience one last time. Thanks, Rich. All right, we're going to take a break for traffic, weather, and sports. The phones are lighting up now that they uh, can actually be used. We'll see who's calling in, and uh, we'll get them on the line. Stay with us.